Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Sensemaker. Hi, I'm Chloe, and this is The Sensemaker. One story every day to make sense of the world. You probably haven't heard my voice before, and that's because I'm the host of our sister podcast, The Playmaker, a daily show covering the world of football, very much like how The Sensemaker covers news. And we'd love you to listen, because even if you didn't think you cared much about football, there's a chance you'll probably care about stories like this one. So, on to today's story, Amanda Staveley and the Newcastle United takeover. Sports and politics are often intertwined, and nowhere more so right now than in England's Premier League, as more and more of its clubs are bought by foreign owners. Chelsea paved the way when a Russian businessman, Roman Abramovich, bought the club in 2003. Once he came and went freely to the UK, but problems with an entrepreneurial visa in 2018 have meant he's not been seen until he managed to enter this week by using his Israeli citizenship. Another club owner, Sheikh Mansour of Manchester City, has been singled out for the human rights record in his country, the United Arab Emirates. Last week, Saudi Arabia's public investment fund, known as PIF, took a controlling stake of Newcastle United. It cost them £300 million. And Newcastle's fans were delighted. Right. Uh, In case you hadn't noticed, there are new owners at Newcastle. You might have heard about it this week. Uh, The uh, £300 million Saudi Arabian takeover ending Mike Ashley's 14-year reign. Uh, What a couple of days it's been, those absolute scenes outside St James's Park the, the other night. We're, of course, very aware. Yet this has been the most controversial Premier League takeover to date due to Saudi Arabia's reputation for human rights abuses. Amnesty International were not happy. Here's their UK chief executive, Sasha Deshmukh. It's actually a very, uh, it's an amazing privilege for someone to own own a football club. And I think for that privilege to be in the hands of something where it's being used to just wash the reputation of a place that has such heinous, terrible human rights abuses, that for me is just a really, really sad day. It might be a surprise to learn that this Saudi Arabian takeover was spearheaded by a British woman named Amanda Staveley. She has come out of the deal with a 10% ownership stake in Newcastle, and it's taken her four years to convince the Premier League to accept this deal. And Amanda Staveley is an intriguing character. The daughter of a wealthy North Yorkshire landowner, Staveley earned a place at Cambridge University, but instead of graduating, she borrowed almost £200,000 to open a restaurant near the Newmarket Racecourse. It was there that she met many influential Middle Eastern businessmen and began building a network of contacts. She was named Businesswoman of the Year at the age of 27 after opening a leisure and conferencing facility in Cambridge Science Park. 
and when she escorted King Abdullah of Jordan on a fact-finding mission in the local area, she met Prince Andrew. Eventually, he proposed to her. She turned him down. The reason was said to be fear of compromising her career. So, as you can see, Amanda Staveley is a formidable businesswoman who's unafraid to play a trade in what are often seen as traditionally male spheres, business, banking and royal families. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. According to The Telegraph, she is trusted by oil-rich sheikhs like almost no other non-Arab. And of course, she's female too. She's operating in countries that have been flagged by Amnesty International as highly discriminatory towards women. She helped Sheikh Mansour, a member of the Abu Dhabi royal family, to invest £7.3 billion in Barclays back in the financial crisis of 2008 and was also key in his purchase of Manchester City later that same year. The deal to keep Barclays afloat revealed a lot about the culture in which she operated. A subsequent court case disclosed the sexist way she was treated by some senior executives at the bank. Male executives, that is. It emerged she was referred to as a tart and a dolly bird. Her ambition to operate in what can still be seen as a man's world has now spread to football and Newcastle. So, so what's your point to Amanda? So, so what my point is, is this is you're barking at the moon. Simon, I think actually you're wrong. And I'll tell you why. Transpire... Sport has changed. You said you've got 20 years and you're barking at the moon. Well, actually, the football's changed dramatically in the last two years. And I agree with you. Because of COVID. Okay. Yeah. Just, I know you're not pro our deal, and I'm not going to get into a, fast, a spitting fight over on Talk Sport. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's fine. She is now the face of the board. And she's up against a considerable task, and not just in turning around the club's fortunes on the pitch. She'll be aware of how some might be tempted to think the foray into football is an opportunity for the Saudis to repair their reputation. It's the kind of move that's led to claims of sports washing, the idea that states like Abu Dhabi and Saudi Arabia are using football to clean up their reputations. We're here to invest, we're here to, we are patient, Uh, we are, you know, the um, PIF is uh, an autonomous commercially driven investment fund. And with Jamie Rubin, we're here to make sure that we try to become the best custodians of this club we can be. You're the best fans, greatest fans in the world. You deserve uh, something. Her career moves, some of which may be controversial, are daring. And since 2013, she's been living with a degenerative, incurable brain disease called Huntington's. That could make a person more likely to seize the moment. She's already proved that she can handle a tough male environment, but everything in football is played out in the public eye. Taking on the running of a high-profile club like Newcastle will be Amanda Staveley's biggest challenge yet. 
Thanks for listening to The Sensemaker. If you enjoyed today's episode, why not listen to some of our other stories over on The Playmaker? Today's episode was written by me, Chloe Beresford, and produced by Imi Harper. The Sensemaker Hello, I'm Giles Wittell, Tortoise's Deputy Editor. On the News Meeting podcast, we try to make sense of what should be leading the news with three guests who each pitched the story they think matters most. And once a month, we record a live episode in our newsroom. The next one is on the 27th of March, and I'm going to be joined by the brilliant author and podcaster Elizabeth Day. To come to the event and tell us what you think should lead the news, go to tortoisemedia.com forward slash book. That is tortoisemedia.com forward slash book.